This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One of the big questions is, what is money? For practical purposes, it exists in a series of uh, heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. I do own Bitcoin. There is no second best. Welcome to the Crypto Curious Podcast, designed to help you navigate the dynamic world of cryptocurrency. We're here for anyone who's interested in crypto at all. Maybe you've already dipped your toe in the water, or maybe you don't know anything about it and this is the very beginning. But we recommend heading back to the early episodes to get your footing. However, if you think you're ready to dive in head first, then let's do it. My name's Tracy, and today it's just myself and Craig from the Bamboo app. Blake is living it up at Consensus Conference in Austin. The Consensus Conference is a showcase and celebration of all the good things that crypto has to offer. Thousands of the world's brightest minds, and no doubt a bunch of randoms, all get together and talk things crypto in Austin, Texas from June 9th to 12th. There'll be a load of special events and parties in the days before and after, and we're hoping to bring you the inside scoop as Blake brings us the word from down on the ground. So just me and you today, Craig, how are you going? Good, thanks, Trace. Yeah, we'll um, be missing Blake this episode, but yeah, isn't he pitching to Richard Branson? And if he wins, he goes to Necker Island or something? Necker Island, yeah. I don't think he's pitching to Richard. I don't think Richard's at consensus, but um, yeah, some other heavy hitters that he's there on Saturday um, doing a pitch fest too. And if he gets through to the top four, he gets to go to um, Necker Island in August, which is pretty cool, and um, chat to some of the the cool VCs that are over there. So hopefully we'll have some good news to for you guys on the podcast next week, and and um, just get some inside scoop of what's going on at Consensus because each year there's some really great um, announcements and stories that come out of Consensus, and um, yeah, it's a really it's a really great conference. So we shall definitely chat with Blake next week. But something else coming out of the states just yesterday was the New York State Department of Finance financial services have released guidances for issuing dollar-backed stablecoins. So these guys are notorious for their strictness and they claim to be the first regulator in the country to impose requirements of this type. But this is a big deal and we want to focus and look at a few takeaways here. Firstly, uh, there's no crypto tax on transactions under $200, which doesn't mean a lot to, to many of us. It's not going to affect a lot of people. So what, what what's next, Craig? What else is on the list? Well, a big piece of news is that they're going to class most crypto assets as commodities rather than securities. We won't bore you with the details, but it looks like the bill is proposing that Bitcoin, Ethereum will be commodities, which means that the Commodities Trading Commission will be overseeing the regulation and not the SEC, Trace. 
And that's a good thing for us, isn't it? It's a bit of a win. Another one too is stable coins must maintain a hundred percent reserve. So this this again is a bit of a win, and this means that there would need to be enough liquidity in the assets in their reserve to cover all of the stable coins. So projects would also need to disclose how much of which asset they have in reserve. And I think, you know, surely this is to avoid, you know, another stablecoin shit show like obviously Luna happened, you know, a few weeks ago. So we can see see why that one's happened. There's a lot more that's gone into and come out of these regulations. And I think what we'll do is for those who are keen to read through it, put a, a link in the show notes below. Next story we've got for you involves Binance and they have invested an undisclosed amount into PancakeSwap, a decentralized exchange built on the BNB chain. The investment will help PancakeSwap further develop its technology marketing and community support. PancakeSwap is now the biggest decentralized app on Binance's BNB chain with more than 400,000 users. Its cake token was up nearly 10% following the news of Binance Investments. Craig, I know that you like using DEXs. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, the, so the BNB chains, Binance Smart Chains, essentially its own blockchain similar to Ethereum, Matic and those sorts of things. And, you know, Binance is notorious for keeping their investments within that ecosystem. And, um, you know, no doubt they want the cakes of the world to compete with Uniswap and Uniswap I think has around 1.5 million users whereas cakes got as you mentioned more than 400,000 so no doubt they're going to be trying to bridge that gap but if you're listening and you ever want to try out PancakeSwap it is a lot cheaper than the Uniswaps of the world. Um, Binance Smart Chain does have a much lower gas fee and it's quite, you know, it's quite fun to have a play around on. And there is some projects on there that you can buy and you can trade on. But um, yeah, it's really interesting. So yeah, check it out and check out the user interface. It's all pancake themed, which is interesting. I was trying to remember who came first. So after uni, was it was it sushi? Yeah, it was sort of Uniswap, then sushi swap, and then Binance Smart Chain came to the party. They built their they built their ecosystem, and they had pancake. And I remember back in the you know a few years ago now, it was like. Everyone was on PancakeSwap buying these altcoins that, you know, will all eventually went to zero. But, yeah, it was very cheap gas fees. And for someone who uses all of them, as I'm assuming you do, who's got the best user experience? Well, they're all quite similar in terms of user experience. I think the major key difference... It's all pretty basic. Yeah, it's all pretty basic. The major key difference, I reckon, is the gas fees. That's the best way of testing something. So if you're listening to this and, you know, you want to get involved, you can get involved with Binance, Solana, Matic for like a very... You could get involved with $50 and just start trading and using the platform. Think of it as like a research fee and actually get in there and go in and out of coins and just get a feel for the ecosystem because that's the best way of learning, I think. But yeah, Uniswap was obviously first to market, but then you've also got the Ethereum gas fees, which isn't isn't ideal. It's going to chew up that $50 pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> but look, I think um, the, the money kind of keeps flowing for Binance. As Binance Labs announced this week, a new $500 million Web3 fund. So the PR wheel tells us that they're planning to allocate uh, this $500 million fund to projects across various stages of incubation, you know, such as early stages and late stages of growth. So can you tell us a little bit more about what, what Binance Labs actually is, Craig? 
Yeah, they've got their fingers in so many pies, Binance Labs. I think they even got involved with FTX a few years ago, Trace, didn't they? They got like a few percentage of FTX? Yes, they did. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty much established back in 2018 and now they've invested in over 100 projects. Some of them are One Inch, Axie, Dune Analytics, Elrond, the Sandbox Metaverse. And I think you can actually go on Binance Labs website and you can read up on all the projects that they're investing in and a bit of background on them. So it's Yeah. Yeah. It's a re- they have a really good re- they have a really good research page actually where you can actually see what's going on. The new ones that they're investing in, you can always assume that, you know, some due diligence has been done from the Binance team. They've got a good track record. Oh, well, we'll see what they do with this uh this next five hundred million, and look, we're, we're going to we're going to leave Binance in a minute. But just one last Binance one. Yesterday, we got the news that Binance is the official sponsor of the weekend's next world tour. Now, this will be a first crypto-powered world tour ever, and there'll be various NFTs made for the tour, including every single ticket, which will be an NFT. So I thought that was pretty pretty newsworthy and pretty cool. Well, th- this is great because I remember, like, if you miss out on your favorite favorite artist concert concert and you try to get a ticket now the tickets are going to be four hundred dollars you have to pay overs to get a ticket and the artist is going to have no it's not making any money from any resale but now with the weekend no doubt he's going to sell out quickly but now with the secondary sales he's going to make more money that way so does that mean when you're scalping a ticket they're going to make money off the scalp as well well yeah if, if the ticket's an nft you know they just write it into the royalties of the nft that is pretty cool actually speaking of cool things turning into nfts a new york city building that's right a building was listed on open seas last week for a cool 26.5 million dollars the seven-story building in manhattan's flatiron district was listed on open seas as an NFT. So purchasing the NFT will result in ownership of the property deed after the standard process of transferring into real estate is complete. So basically, yeah, this property is now an NFT. I find this really interesting as for a long time I've thought that real estate property sales is one of the best cases for not just the blockchain but for NFTs. So there's still, you know, a lot of you know, gaps to fill here and how this might actually work. But, you know, I think this is really cool. So what do you reckon, Craig? Would you purchase some property on Open Seas? I reckon this is this is sick. I reckon that <laughs> the big use case here could be property developers, right? Say say if you're a property developer, you can put every apartment as an NFT and then as it gets resold, you can earn royalties because you built it. That could be a future world that we live in. So this could be, you know, maybe not open sea. I, you, when I think about it, I assume someone's going to take this like as a sole market. Mm. It might not be open sea, but it might be like, I don't know, a real estate company. Yeah, okay. Interesting. And, you know, even then if you chase, if you buy your dream house in Albany or wherever yeah. and you want to sell, but you built it like, you know, you've spent all the money building it, you might do that, NFT it. Like if you're the architect more yeah. like, you know, if you want the, you know, you've actually, okay, interesting. Did it get bought? Did the, did the building get bought? You, you know, it only went up this week. I haven't, I haven't looked again, but I'll go back and have a look because that's, it's an interesting story. So we shall, we shall have a look. We'll link the open sea, and if you've got a cool 26 mil in Ethereum, then... Yeah, if you buy it, let us know. Let's take a break there, and when we come back, we'll tell you how crypto is heading to the big screen. And you're back with the Crypto Curious. 
FTX continues to be in the news. Data came out this week that shows market share data from May and history has been made. For the first time ever, FTX captured more exchange market share than rivals Coinbase. In May, FTX was the second biggest centralised exchange in terms of market share with 11%. The growth for FTX has been nothing short of monumental this past 18 months, sponsoring stadiums, race cars and, (coughs) cough, cough, elections. So, Craig, tell us a little bit more about FTX. Well, yeah, he's Sam, who is the head of um, FTX. He's donating to Biden, isn't he? He loves a bit of Joe Biden. Oh, look, we're not a political podcast, but he may have made some... Uh, some pretty big donations to some elections in the last few years, yes? Yeah, so FTX is valued now at $32 billion, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. And they've also got their own token, which I'm not even sure what that's worth. That's definitely worth in the billions though, isn't it, Trace? Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's 21 bucks at the moment, but yeah. But while Coinbase has been around for a decade and valued at $15 billion, these guys have sort of gone tit for tat for second place. Now, FTX sort of stamped their authority. Binance is still leading with 64%. But Tracy, I don't use FTX personally. Like, why do you think you, you're a big loyal user of FTX? Why do you think they've jumped to second place? Look, I think it probably comes down to marketing, I guess, as well. I mean, they're out there, they're known. Um, people are going to give them a go. They've just made a big play here in Australia recently. So I think um, it's got to come down to all the marketing they're doing and it's slowly paying off. And like you said, Binance has still got that that huge big marketing um, dominance going on. But, you know, if the dollars are being put out there, eventually it's got to come back to you, right? For me, the user experience on the – on the, the app itself for the mobile is is second to none for me. But look, speaking of big crypto companies, um, a lot of these guys sponsor everything that we watch on TV right now. We can't really get away with not seeing a crypto company uh, on the TV. So Coinbase is sponsoring the NBA, uh, Algorand sponsoring the World Cup, Crypto.com sponsoring the Australian Rules football here. And like we said, FTX, well, look, they're practically everywhere. You can't watch TV without seeing crypto ads. But the tables have turned a little bit here. Budweiser is now the official beer sponsor of Zed Run. So Zed Run we've spoken about on the show in the past. They're an Australian NFT horse racing game where you breed digital horses and race them to win real money. So what do you think of that, Craig? You a Budweiser drinker when you're in the US? I do love a bit of Bud Light, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But it's good to see non-crypto companies getting involved in crypto. Um, Budweiser is one of the only ones that I've seen that have come over to the dark side, so to speak. Mm. Zed Run, it's gone from zero to 100 real quick and i believe one of us had a few horses we don't like to talk about that we don't don't like to talk about we don't like to talk about that but a story we will talk about you guys might know spike lee as a legendary film director or the dude who sits courtside at the knicks games cheering on the team each week i for one have seen him there live at a game pretty cool he is now spearheading a new concept a platform that lets multiple films get funded and produced it's a decentralized film studios. This is a pretty cool concept and it's pretty simple too. They're going to drop NFTs to raise money and let holders vote on which films get funded. 
So they'll also get access to people like Spike Lee and all of his resources as well. So there's actually a lot more detail on this on the website, which I think we'll link below in the um, show notes as well. But I think this is really cool and I could really get behind this one and I'll probably try and get one myself, Craig. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, there's. I've seen this pop up a little bit in the NFT world where the NFT holders they hold an NFT, they can vote on the storyline and actually get royalties from the movie sales as well. So it's mm. a really interesting precedent, especially for movie heads. Mm. But there was the similar one that was with the stoner cats that Mila Kunis did. She was voicing the the cartoon for the stoner cats and then you bought the characters and you had you part of that kind of DAO, I think, and you had you could vote to put your characters in there and that kind of thing. I haven't checked on that one for a while, but that was... That was going good guns for a while. There's actually one in the space now called White Rabbit Producer Pass. And if you go to shiboya.xyz, this is another project as well. It's like an anime movie. And if you hold the NFT, you get ownership of the film and you vote on it per chapter. Wow, that's cool. So much cool stuff going on. So that's all in the film space. And there was another There was another first last week, which was in the music industry, a, a group called Chaos. It was 80 musicians all came together and made 2,000 songs, all completely individual. They all pulled together, sold as NFTs, and they sold the rights, and they emitted them. And, again, you've got royalties. There's all these different utilities that come along with these, and this was this was promoted um, by Sony and a few other places last week. This is the first of its kind, and that was getting a bit of traction last week. I was keen to to jump in on that, but I'm, I missed out. But so many cool things going on. And that leads us into the fact that each week, you know, we're finding it harder to work out what stories to bring you and what to leave out. So what we thought we'd do is at the end of each episode, we're going to bring you some short, sharp snippets of news to really fill your cup and we'll make them really quick and simple to finish off with. So here we go. I'm going to do one. Craig's going to do one. I'm going to do one. Craig's going to do one. Uh, first of all, Forbes released their annual FinTech 50 list and would you believe there's 18% of them were companies that were crypto. So companies like FTX, who we've just mentioned, OpenSeas, Alchemy, they all made the list. Over to you, Craig. Another one that I like and Tracy's not a fan of, but the king Kanye West has filed for 17 new trademarks around his Yeezus brand and they include NFTs and blockchain currencies. So got things like amusement parks, toys, equipment. Um, Tracy, you're not going to be minting them anytime soon, are you? <laughs> Good on him. Go for it. Go for the um, go for the cash grab. Go Kanye. Sure. Next, PayPal announced that the users can transfer crypto to and from other wallets. So, so other wallets to exchanges. So that's pretty big news from PayPal. It's been a long time coming. Only f- a few years late, but <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Another one is Salesforce is launching a test for their NFT cloud. So if you're not familiar who Salesforce are, they're pretty much, you know, a sales backend for a bunch of different businesses and they are really in the B2B side. So you'll be able to mint, buy and sell NFTs. So I'm guessing Salesforce would give businesses the opportunity to integrate NFTs in their business, which is an interesting one. Yeah, that's huge news. And a little one here, all-around nice guy, Gary V. Uh, he's launching his own NFT consulting arm. So he's got lots of different NFT collections and he's just organised um, 
VCon, how can I forget that? VCon was um, the last couple of weeks, was, which was huge in um, America. Uh, but yes, so it's called Vayner 3, which will be his NFT consulting arm. So that's some news about Gary V. And our last bit of news, Craig. So locally, Trace, I know you love this one. SwiftX and Superhero are merging. This is one of the biggest Australian crypto fintech stories in recent memory. Um, they say they're going to be integrating the two apps, integrating their businesses and offering a all-in-one super app where you can buy stocks, crypto, earn yield and eventually bring in payments amongst other things. What do you think about this, Tracy? Interesting one. Yes, it is big news this week. So congratulations to the team at SwiftX and Superhero. Um, yeah, look, it's exciting. that they're, they're, they're really taking it on here. So it's good to see a bit of the TradFi and crypto space merge together. So I'm excited to see exactly how the two apps will merge together. So we'll see. What do you think they'll call the super app? Super Swift? Super Swift. <laughs> we shall wait and see what pans out there. But um, congratulations to those guys. And I think uh, we will leave the news there today. Well, we love hearing from you, our listeners. So keep the emails coming to podcast at getbamboo.io and follow us on social media. The Facebook community is growing slowly each week. So make sure you jump in there and ask any questions on real time and Craig Myself and Blake will try and get in there and have a chat with us. Make sure you hit the follow button whenever you're listening to us like right now so you don't miss an episode and you get notified every time there's a new one out on Mondays. And we'd love you to share the podcast with your friends and family or colleagues who are who are crypto curious because it's, it's a bear market. There's not a lot happening in the price action for crypto right now, but there's still a lot of learning to be had. So please send them our way. And don't forget to rate and review us in your podcast app. So thanks for listening today and we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. See you later. Crypto Curious is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Crypto Curious are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act of 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Crypto Curious acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.